0: Listening to Gaywire on CJSR, your homegrown source for lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, and queer news, culture, stories, and events from Edmonton and beyond. Hey there. Hi.
1: <laughs> I didn't know you were talking to me.
0: I'm always talking to you, JD. I thought you are talking to the listeners. Well, them as well. Uh, I'm Alexa. And you're JD. Yeah. Yeah, welcome back. So then, yeah, two weeks in a row. Nice uh so do you want to chat about your life like did anything gay happen or no no just the regular
1: old (laughs) just everything
0: yeah everything you do is gay (laughs) did you hear that there's a uh i don't know how they're they're saying that like this is the first openly gay athlete to go to the olympics who is well let me google it clearly i have not been reading the sports news can you guess what sport he's in winter olympics Gay athlete, um, figure skating. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. Yeah, we've had
1: openly gay figure skaters
0: before. Haven't That's we? what I'm thinking. Uh,
1: but he's claiming. No, there. Well, we no. We've had openly
0: gay figure skaters before. Maybe okay. they came out after they won. Everyone is saying here. Let me read it to you. Um, his name is Adam Rippen, and he's the first openly gay American man to qualify for the Winter Olympics. American But was remember no, the figure there, there, skater? Yes, yes, there is open definitely. Weir. Was his name? Weir? The figure skater. But he wasn't openly gay when he was performing when but he there was, was another participating. Okay. You talk while I Google. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We can just yell out well you can say hey Alexa, but that's me. Um He's been out since he, you know, he's been skating since he was 10 years old, not out since he was 10 years old, although the two might be very similar. Um, yeah, it says he's the first, he's also the first openly gay man to ever compete for the U.S. in the Winter Olympics, and the U.S. hasn't seen an openly gay man in the Summer Olympics since 14 years earlier. This is just the news saying it.
1: I don't know, Wikipedia lists
0: dozens of openly gay figure skaters, but maybe they were they weren't out. But you're right, Johnny Weir. But I think I think Johnny Weir came out after. And I think that was part of it, that during the Olympics people were making a lot of jokes because he was flamboyant and he was Johnny Weir. And then it was years later that he came out, I think. Well, or right afterwards. Yeah.
1: No, there was another one that I'm thinking of too. Okay. Anyway.
0: Uh,
1: Rudy Galindo Wasn't he out before?
0: (laughs) I don't know But the funny quote from this Adam guy Is that they asked him What's different about being a gay athlete And he said it's the exact same Except I have nicer eyebrows So, you know, Uh, that's uh, funny uh, Yeah. Uh, There you go So if you find the answer It's very specific It's openly gay While in the Olympics For the US In the Winter Olympics Right
1: So maybe maybe he does Have that title Qualify or something Exactly He just had Whatever was below that The world championship
0: (laughs) skater prize (laughs) whatever Johnny Weir got Um, sports anyway what else he got that was our sports update (laughs) for Gay Wire (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well we have there's some actually we're still staying on the sports theme for our first topic uh, which is swimming Uh, And so let me set it up for you. You may have heard this controversy already because it's been all over the news for the past couple days. But there was, oh, it's Southland Leisure Centre in Calgary. That was my, like, leisure centre when I grew up. Um, So there had been a naked swimming event that was planned for Mm -hmm. Southland Leisure Centre in Calgary, but it will not be allowed um, to occur on Sunday as it was planned to um, due to security concerns. Um, so James McLaughlin, the acting director of Recreation Services, made the announcement this morning saying public commentary on the planned event became too volatile to ensure the safety of all users. He said, quote, I can't say there was any one specific threat. There were a series of different kind things that occurred over time relating to the ongoing public discourse. Um he said the decision was not in response to public backlash. It's in response to specific commentary that was made and some of the threads within the discussions that were going on. Um, police said in a statement that on Monday they had received a report of a threat to the leisure center in relation to the um, naturist or nudist event. Um, so the group wanted to hold the event and host it, um, and it's Calgary Nude Recreation. Um, it posted a statement on social media after the decision was announced, saying, "Quote: It is outrageous that." Law lawful recreation can be prohibited by an incredibly vocal minority. These people must not be allowed to dictate public policy with threats against law-abiding citizens engaged in lawful activities. The group said it would continue to book events in Calgary and will pursue legal actions to ensure um, those are allowed to go ahead. The group said it would also begin working toward establishing, quote, a legal clothing optional stretch of river within reasonable distance of the city core for people to participate in legal recreation. Um... There was also a petition calling on the city to cancel the event and make it adults only. And it had gathered more than 20,000 signatures by this morning. Uh, So that seems to be what the big sort of part of the controversy is about, Mm -hmm. is that it was a nude swimming event and it wasn't um, 18 plus. Yeah. Yeah. As queer folk, should we be concerned about this? Well, I don't know if I mean I don't
1: think that it's necessarily a queer thing. I think that that probably would have attracted
0: plenty of heterosexuals if that's how you're defining queer as non-heterosexuals. Well, I'm I, saying more that it's like pushing the boundaries of what we think of as, and it's and if
1: you want to yeah. include if you want to include you know nudists in the queer category <laughs> as the as non-normal types, then. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think what the problem is, to me, that it, it's confusing uh, nudity with sex, yeah. which are not the same thing, mm-hmm. and then as soon as you bring in sex, then if there's any children there, it's automatically about pedophilia.
0: Yeah. And I think the, that's what the... I think
1: the, the public assumption was that yep. that uh, the only kind of adults willing to go to that must be pedophiles. hmm Yeah. And that the children there would be, yeah, abused. So that that's yeah it's weird cuz i mean it doesn't happen much in canada but in in europe they have those kind of things and it's not you know a den of sin
0: mm-hmm. people just don't wear clothes yeah there's beaches and there's people like in rivers and yeah, using there's water, water parks. And, yeah my friend went to germany he went to a all nude water park does that not like rub on your exposed skin while you're going down that water slide Well probably, i guess that's for you to decide you, and for your
1: <laughs> I wouldn't go on my stomach.
0: <laughs> that's true, but hopefully there's signs indicating that at the or they, you, water park.
1: You, right, right on tubes, that would be
0: comfortable. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, wait, I mean, yeah. I think it, like that's what I was coming. At, that was the re, the sort yeah. of angle that I was coming at it from. Is that I think it is not queer in terms of who's included in the club, but queer in terms of pushing our boundaries of like how we think of sexuality and right and wrong and whether this is even mm-hmm. about sexuality or whether this is like a sex panic where moral panic where people are um, yeah sort it's, of envisioning it's, all yeah. of these horrible things happening
1: and it, nudism isn't even pushing boundaries nudism has been happening
0: since like before we had clothes <laughs> so, <laughs> nudism is not a new thing yeah. And well, I do like I was reading some of the commentary, and people were like, you know, this is like, this is immoral. This is da 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 da. And it's like, well, Adam and Eve were born naked. That was the whole thing.
1: Yeah, but that then the they but then they you know ate the apple and they learned that that's sinful and they have to wear clothes.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So yeah,
1: so nudity is bad. But before they if were pure. After that. Yes. True. Um, well, they were pure. Oh, how no? We're it? not theologians. Pure before.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: They were in the state of nature. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, they were corrupted. That's why they had to work close. Yes. Yeah. So if we could all just go back to that state of nature. Theology. The Southland Leisure <laughs> Center.
1: <laughs> Six o'clock on <laughs> Thursdays. Um, yeah. It's, well, yeah, they'll just move it somewhere else. And next time it won't have so much publicity.
0: Well, I think I was, I was listening to one of the organization... Um, uh, I don't know if he was the leader, but he was a representative on the, in the media and he was saying, which I think is a very important point, which sort of like links up to a bunch of other things that people say in feminist communities, is like this kind of abuse happens regardless of whether children or people are wearing clothes right like that's yeah. not, and so it's like this and it and it happens in ways that are sort of much more um Prevalent than we discuss or abuse, want to admit.
1: Most abuse happens and, in the home. Yeah, outside of you know the public eye. Exactly. You're yeah. far safer in a public pool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Than yeah. Yeah. So. And I mean, I think I think too thinking about like. Um, the the fact that this was shut down because of threats made on social media, and mm-hmm. not because of the petition that was signed by all those people, but because of the nature of the threats that were made on social media and that were called into um, the leisure center itself. I mean, that's that's very sort of telling about how this hits people in different ways and how there's like this sort of knee jerk reaction right, when you so, hear these things. So who
1: the potential victims of violence weren't going to be the the participants in the pool it would be the participants going to the pool
0: yeah on the way to the pool yeah yeah
1: the law-abiding law-abiding nudists mm-hmm. were being threatened
0: yeah and i think i mean i think it is interesting too because in our in our queer spaces right we've had discussions about nudity and it's banned in our pride parade here in edmonton um it's not in toronto There were the nudists walked in the toronto pride parade and quite frankly like it's it's they just walk and people gawk at them. Some people yeah. don't like it's just, but it's you know they're there and they're um, the majority of them were like over fifty, which I guess at that point you're like, I don't care. I'm just gonna go for it, you know. So yeah, it's um, it's 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 a
1: North American thing.
0: Absolutely, this sort of like prudish, um, this weird like as. You know, people often say that we're like obsessed about sexuality, but at the same time, we don't dare actually talk about it or acknowledge it. Our
1: Victorian legacy. There you go. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Sometimes people try to destroy you, precisely because they recognize your power, not because they don't see it, but because they see it and they don't want it to exist. Janet Mock
1: Feeling hysterical and legislated? Adam and Eve has the right treatment plan for you, a bi-weekly dose of feminist facts and stories to cure what ails you. Pick it up at CJSR Pharmacy every other Friday at five thirty. Located at eighty eight point five FM. Available over the counter, side effects may include empowerment. From coast to coast to coast, you're listening to Terra Informa.
0: Tune in to Terra Informa for environmental headlines, science reporting, and community. Every Tuesday from 5 to 5.30
1: on CJSR. Terra Informa is a comprehensive source for locally grown,
0: grass-fed, free-range environmental news.
1: My name is Christy Harcourt, and I am the educator at the Pride Center of Edmonton, where I work with community groups that want to get better at dealing with sexual diversity issues or dealing with sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression. You're listening to Gaywire on CJSR, and it's a good thing that you are.
0: Yeah. Hey there, we're back. Hi. Hi. Oh, doing a radio show. Uh, this is Gaywire on CJSR, eighty-eight point five FM. It's six twenty on Thursday, and we're coming at you with more queer news. I didn't give a uh, agenda for today's show because I want to surprise JD with this all of is our all topics. All surprises, and so I'll surprise the listeners as well, just because we want JD's real reaction. More sports news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we're done with sports. We did figure skating and. Uh, swimming and that's enough that's just enough uh so the next topic this was actually um put i read this article in let me see the exact publication this is jstor daily Academic, Yeah. But it's their sort of daily, they, I mean, there's some of it is pretty heavily academic, but I, they, it's clear that they're trying to break down some more complex ideas in a way that you can read it on the way to work on the train. Um, so this particular topic caught my eye, uh, mostly because I feel like we're always going through life changes, but it's the idea of, is there a different sort of path or expectation or marker of what it means to be I can see the anticipation on your face. (laughs) But a queer adult, right? So we hear, like, I'll just open it. So this article opens by saying it's in 2015, like, in its 2015 word of the year vote, the American Dialectic Society shortlisted the verb form of adult, adulting, as one of the most creative new usages. The terms emergence... What, JD? Adulting is a Well, you've already answered the question. You've never heard of somebody saying, I'm adulting today. No. In reference to, well, then let me explain a little yeah, bit more about too what it means. Old. <laughs> it's probably some millennial thing. It's exactly the term's emergence <laughs> among min- <Bullshit>. millennials <laughs> speaks to a generational uncertainty about what it means to grow up, or rather about the behaviors one oh. associates with adulthood. Uh-huh. This uncertainty manifests as a kind of self consciousness about the quote, right age to partner off, have kids, buy a house, and settle into a career. Yet, what constitutes adulthood has never been self-evident or value-neutral. In conventional markers of being an adult include getting a real job or purchasing property. For whom are those goals accessible? And for whom are they uh, a matter not of choice, but of economic reality? In constructing adulthood in an age of uncertainty, the sociologist Jennifer M. Silva notes that, quote, the contemporary post-industrial world, traditional markers of adulthood have become T- tenuous. Uh, she interviewed working-class young people in their 20s and 30s to explore how they redefine adulthood in an era of declining economic opportunity. Now, where the queer stuff comes in is right. that this... If it's about having kids, then yeah. a lot of us will never be adults then. Yeah, that's just it. Like It's traditionally been you have kids... Or you get married, you have kids, you buy property, oh, yeah. or whatever that order is. It's you. Yeah, I forgot about have, that one too. Yeah, <laughs> you like you <laughs> no, get so a behind. career. I'm so behind. <laughs> you're, you don't even know the right order. You get a career, mm-hmm. you buy property, get married, have kids, and then life just oh. chugs along, right? Yeah. But um, I don't know because I and I don't know I don't know if it's I don't know if any of this stuff is anecdotal though. I don't think it is because I feel like so many of my friends are queer, and all have different. I also think my straight friends, too, that like so many of them are in their mid yeah, to late younger. 30s and aren't don't have any of those things. Who am I hanging out with? That's the question. Well,
1: the late generation Xers or millennials. That's true. So that's I, they're feel not, like,
0: they're I feel not, like you're a millennial, JD. No. When were you born? <laughs> Before you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you want me to tell you what Jack Halberstam says about it? Sure. You know Jack Halberstam. No Okay They wrote the book uh, Female Masculinities It's a great book Okay Okay So they wrote They also wrote The 2005 book Queer Time and Place In which they argue That quote Queer uses of time and space Develop in opposition To the institutions Of family Heterosexuality And reproduction Queerness itself Is quote An outcome of strange Temporalities Imaginative life schedules And eccentric Economic practices So does that pretty much Sum up what you're thinking from Jack Halberstam. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just still upset about this adulting thing. You just hate the word. No, I just never heard it. Okay. And and I I thought we'd given up on the whole like this is how you're supposed to. Even for heterosexuals, I thought you didn't have to do the whole job, then house, then Marriage, then kids. Like that was optional
0: now, right? What? I th- but I think part of like, I mean, it's on social media, and part of what people are doing is, you know, they say like, I paid my taxes. I'm adulting. Like they're they're bringing up all these like markers of what they think adulting is supposed to be. That yeah. they can't quite attain owning a house. The joke is that they're never going to own a house. You like, know, they might not get married if they have kids. It might be like a process that's delayed by ten years of what they thought it would be. So adulting would be like if.
1: A Student instead of going away for spring break, like did the readings they were supposed to be doing during spring break, mm-hmm. and then on Monday when I'm teaching, they like have read the readings, <laughs> yeah.
0: And then you can look at them I'm, and say, hashtag it I'm Wednesday. gonna
1: use this term in, in class now,
0: yeah. I'm sure it'll really yeah. make you look cool, yeah, yeah, <laughs> even though you didn't, you didn't when, know when, what it was, it, was it, 10 next minutes time,
1: ago. Next time somebody says, like, yeah, I did the reading, I'll, be like, I'll look at you Adulting. (laughs) Or uh, conjugate having adulted you you,
0: Yes. Now you will succeed in my class.
1: Should hope so. Yeah. Can only hope.
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I thought. I mean, they they brought sort of a queer way of looking into this, and the overall argument is that you know queers have been not adulting according to typical standards. For we never have ever. Been. But it's it's, it's about com- adulting.
1: Sounds like a synonym for conforming. Yeah. So we've never been good at conforming.
0: No, that's totally true. And all those, but and but I think it's like also pointing out that all those markers of what it means to quote like be an adult. Are were and remain largely unattainable by queer people because they are queer, right? So owning property, a lot of people couldn't and still can't because they live in poverty because, you know, various reasons Mm -hmm. associated with being queer and trans. They might yeah. they they're, they might be fired. Their job might not be possible. They might be discriminated against. Like, all these reasons. They might not be able right. to have children. They couldn't get married or they don't want to get married. Um, but it also points to, like, different ways of thinking about success, right? Because, like, in our communities, it wasn't about getting married necessarily. It was about, like, building community and supporting each other and thinking about these things it in was. different ways. Yeah. That's true. And it's true because, like, is, if our community is now trying to... Strive towards adulting in specific ways. I don't know. I think there are some that do that. They seek to like buy property, get married, have kids. Well, I bought property. You did.
1: <laughs> I can't. I can't advocate for it.
0: <sighs> <sighs> yeah. Taxes. Right? Taxes. Yes. Yeah. I adulted. Yeah. Sometimes and people. Sometimes it's a low In your late thirties. Like, there you go. Like I opened an RSP. Felt weird about it. But I did wow. it, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was advocating for you to do that. You were. So, so you I, were. You were putting this chrono voice wait. I'm going to give. You, I'm going to give you the word. This is the word that um, uh, Catherine Bog Stockton Bond Stockton came up with, and it's chrononormativity. Oh. Uh, meaning this normativity, of <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> this normativity dirty. of like time and how time is supposed to progress and what we're supposed to be doing with our lifespan. Yeah. Chrono-normativity. Now I'm waiting to get in the mail mm-hmm.
1: that statement that said how much I contributed to my RSP last year, so yeah. I know how much room I have left, so I can, you know, yeah, pay it up this year.
0: Yeah, I that, only- is, that is what I have to look forward to. Yeah, I know. You know what I looked forward to for today? My life. an Amazon delivery of an external hard drive to back up my computer. So maybe that's adulting, because that's what my day. Uh, yeah. This is depressing. <laughs>
1: okay,
0: next <laughs> next topic. Not about being old. Fair enough. Do you like to play records on the radio? Gee whiz, can I? You bet your bottom dollar. Really? Even me? Yes, almost anyone can volunteer at CJSR, Edmonton's community radio station. We will train you how to sound keen on the microphone. You can learn how to play records compact discs and the exciting new mp3 the format of tomorrow or you could train to be a big city news reporter or produce jocular commercials just like this one is it hard does it suck it's as easy as one two three call 780-492-2577 or electronic mail volunteer at cjsr.com consider your exciting future at cjsr Having sex is healthy, so here's some tips on having healthy sex. When should you get tested? Well, when you have a new sexual partner, you or your partners have other sexual partners and it's been 3-6 to months since your last test, symptoms are showing up, you have had sex with someone with an STI, or you've had sex without a condom, or the condom broke.
1: you you are so welcomed here. you know we as gay people we get to choose our family. we get to choose the people we're around. I am your family. We are
0: family here. Rupaul Charles.
1: According to
0: We're back. <laughs> Did that go live? No, it didn't. Okay, good. Just the end part. But what we were discussing... <laughs> <laughs> we're gay-wired. And we're we're keeping it above board here. Uh, what we were discussing is uh, there is a recent study that came out of UBC, um, which has found that lesbian and bisexual girls lack adequate information on same safe sex practices. Um So the study claims that uh, it used data from online focus groups involving 160 lesbian and bisexual girls from ages 14 to 18 in the United States. It examined the reasons why girls are opting not to use barriers such as female condoms or dental dams to prevent STIs during during female-to-female sex. Uh, the uh, sorry Elizabeth uh, Sayek, who is the director of the UBC nursing school and co-authored the study, it, which was published last month in the Journal of Adolescent Health, said, quote, the real surprise for us was just how little knowledge young people had on this. They said over and over they're just not getting the information when it comes to either the risks of sexu- sexually transmitted infections or even the benefits of using barriers of that, for that kind of activity. Participants also voiced concerns about uh, decreased sexual pleasure and feeling awkward if they use protection, factors also often heard among heterosexual teens and everyone on the planet apparently. Sidebar. Uh, But lesbian and bisexual girls were more likely to be unaware of the risk of STIs compared to their heterosexual peers. And many respondents said they did not know STIs can be transmitted between women or through sex toys. Uh, Some said they don't even think about using barriers which they typically associate with sex with male partners in preventing or in preventing pregnancy. Even participants who say they were familiar with the concept of protection noted that they do not know where to find them or have trouble accessing them. Unlike male condoms, which can be easily found in pharmacies and community clinics, female condoms and dental dams are harder to come by. Some pharmacies carry them, but dental dams are usually only sold online in dental supply stores or, uh, and I'll add as a side note to this, at the Pride Center of Edmonton. Mm. And the trickle trunk, I imagine they have dental dams as well. Also, um, you can look online. There's ways to turn, like, a traditional condom into a dental dam. So if you look online at, like, places that you trust with uh, your sexual health, there will be videos or demonstrations on how you can actually turn them into. It involves ripping off the ring of the condom and then opening it and making sure you put the right side I'm glad, your
1: you're, mouth. You're too yeah. bad people can't see your <laughs> gestures. This is wasted on the radio. It's
0: wasted on uh, you as well. I feel. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I mean, that is I, that's um, very interesting. I think in the in the queer uh, female identified community, and it's I mean, this is how the. Um, study identified people was either as lesbian or bisexual and called them girls so and female to female sex that was all the wording of the study so those aren't my words but um, uh, that yeah in, in our sexual health that whether or not you're actually bringing up ideas of female condoms or dental dams um, would be very interesting to see um, just because I think there's even probably older people within the queer female identified community who don't uh, know they exist or don't know where to find them as the study indicated. Well, you don't hear a lot about f- female
1: to female STI transmission,
0: mm-hmm. but it can happen. I mean, it's, I'm sure it yeah, happens, but yeah. people don't talk about it. Yeah. And it's assumed that it's low and that there's no risk. Um, but you there, can course, donate your blood. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can, yeah. you can be with a thousand women yeah. and still donate your blood.
0: Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you uh, can't, even though that demographic uh, uses protection at very high rates, I assume. If
1: you do, it doesn't matter.
0: No, I know. Yeah. 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 There you go. All right, let's uh, move on to movies, shall we? Sure. Uh, So we found a list this is coming from Out Magazine of 12 of the best gay films that they're claiming you missed in 2017 did you miss all of them JD?
1: I missed all of these
0: <laughs> okay, uh, so it was an American list that's true but do you think that there are Canadian like there's emissions of Canadian movies? no but movies there would be
1: more Europe I bet you, uh, there's way more European films that are queer positive than what the US can crank out in a, That's fair. in a year in a year
0: and some of these are foreign actually yeah there's one called four days in France but is it made by a French person well we'll see yes as well it's as directed by a French person alright why don't you talk about that one? Oh, but then I have to read
1: all these names <laughs> the description is so long on this one <laughs> it's like a bad one <laughs> well
0: anyway it's four days in France it's about a romantic breakup rediscovery of personal national and cultural unity what's more French than that all between right. two men in the and uh, and, yeah. and women, that's true. It's got about two
1: men, and one, two, three, four, five women. Oh,
0: so wow, that's not proportionate. And they're listed as country women. You're right. There, there are a lot of French names there. Um, okay, so skipping that
1: one, which I'm <laughs> sure is a great film. I, I did. I mean, I have heard of some. Of, I've heard of some of these. Some, okay. many of these did show at. Uh, Metro Cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom of Finland, which I meant to see and I can't remember what happened. <laughs> I know people who went. What's that one about? It's a biopic of Thomas of Finland. We had this conversation, he just said he didn't know who Thomas Finland was, but he's like the father of like gay erotic art. Right. Well, I do want to see that. With you know, the drawings that I'm sure you've seen of very muscular man with
0: very unproportionate anatomy. <laughs> uh, so you can go check that out at your favorite video source.
1: Um, or probably the library will have a copy. That's
0: true. And it's a mainstream movie.
1: It's 2018.
0: A lot of these are foreign films. Like, oh no, maybe not. Yes, well, it's about... Uh, A Romanian immigrant, and this one is God's own country. Uh, It's a star crest romance between a Yorkshire shepherd and a Romanian immigrant, Um, and apparently, it's the year's second best love story. So maybe we'll find out what the year's first best love story. But that's God's own country. If you want to check it out,
1: I've heard of My Life as a Zucchini.
0: All right, also known as
1: My Life as a Courgette online. I think probably probably is that the French courgette is French for zucchini yeah. so in the American in America it's my life is a zucchini <laughs> but elsewhere it's my life is a courgette or it's probably entirely in French but that was not only for an Oscar so that's why I've heard of that
0: was it for an Oscar or a Golden Globe they haven't announced the Oscars yet or was it announced for, for an Oscar year. last year oh I see okay yeah that was okay. that went for the Oscar last year. It did not win. It lost to
1: Zootopia. I was gonna say some Pixar thing. Zootopia, to be fair, was
0: coded um, communism. <laughs> it was about collectivist society, wasn't it? But, no, it was about like uh, not like being violent towards. It was about xenophobia it was and about like, xenophobia, fearing the other. Also, you yeah. could
1: also read homophobia into it too. I think that's true.
0: It was a good movie. Okay, Zootopia good. deserved to but, win, but, but what it is was my was life not is not
1: this like claymation European thing that is probably <laughs> ten times better, and not funded by like, you know, the blood of dozens or thousands of foreign animators who get paid fifty cents an hour. Right. Yeah. It was by claymation artists. And
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Minimum wage. Yeah. French sculptors. You know how hard it is to do claymation. You (laughs) have to like move it, and then you yeah. yeah. So anyway, the what is my life as a zucchini about? (laughs) I don't know.
1: Uh, I have no idea. I just know the name. And Um, they apparently years best. Okay, is this current out? It's the years best animated film. Uh, the spreader director apply childlike purity to gay innocence and self awareness in
0: the out which you'll never get from Pixar. Yeah, you only get like subtle gayness in Pixar. Yeah, or yes, allusion to, be to be cool gayness. It. Yeah. Um, there's also staying vertical, um, which challenges the hypocrisy of a society unprepared for a gay man whose sought after sexual identity includes the desire to be a parent. Uh, so that's staying vertical if you want to give that a look. Parenthood, gayness, all those things. How about this
1: Paris colon? <laughs> zero five colon five nine colons. I guess it's Paris 559 would be the way to read it. Yes. Theo and Hugo. That's still the title. That's all the title. It's yeah. a long title. It's. I'm going to say it's French. It's a love story of the year. For its prep era consciousness and focus on emotional intimacy, enacted by Jeffrey Kuett and Francois Nambeau There you go. So that's cool. So uh, like a post AIDS AIDS story. I'm assuming if it's like if know, it's pre- about prep. prep era, yeah, it's uh, not your typical '90s
0: yeah. yeah. Or yeah, that everything that happened with AIDS. The entire in the cast 90s. is not gonna die hopefully god willing yeah Uh, there's also A Quiet Passion which is a biography of poet Emily Dickinson starring Cynthia Nixon there you go oh yeah Uh, it says it's sexually discreet but also stylistically bold enough so that um, you know you get some spirituality you get some creativity you get a bunch of gay things I feel well, when, weird re- reading out these actual so reviews. So, wait,
1: wait, when did Emily Dickinson live? I know I should know that. I don't know just, literature. Just, I don't know either. But it'll be Victorian, right? It looks very much so. So, it's going to be all about, like, repressed. Yeah, 1830 to yeah. 1886. Oh, yeah, so literally the height yeah. of the Victorian <laughs> era. So, another one of those, like, repressed sexuality period pieces. I'm done with those. You're done with them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, this is great. These are the ones JD's not like, going it's, it's to. Like, it's eighteen fifty. Just come out. <laughs> <laughs> what are you waiting for? Yeah. Oh. Um, there's all. Did we do four days in France? I can't We've been going all over the place Oh we did It involved the country women Yes Everything is Everything is messed up on here We didn't do these in any kind of order We didn't And they're also I think they're just to like Give you an idea If you're tired of surfing The Netflix gay LGBT section uh, And you're like Oh It's all rom-coms They are And every lesbian story Is the exact same and every yeah. movie co- Every
1: picture Is just a picture Of a hot guy Yeah So I'm like Okay it's working Yeah I'm clicking on it <laughs> But then it's like It's the same like Oh they want to be together But they can't be together Or one of them Wants to be together The other one Doesn't want to be together
0: That's every lesbian movie and, JD how are they it, The same thing And it basically saw, it's all is even heterosexual Rom-coms No that's true that's, so, the f- that's the formula. That there's something yeah. that gets in their way and they can't be together.
1: Yes, but in this
0: case, mm-hmm. it's, it's their sexuality. It's true, and it or, always or involves a, a lot of, um, like, going on vacation and discovering things. Then, so they like. I don't have, know if that's just. It's lesbian. So they can have a bathing suit scene. That's true, but it's always and lesbian. It's always it's, there's a lot of, um, like, not teacher and student in a in a, but like, mentor and there's all that kind of stuff, you know. Like a professor. And or it's like like their their art instructor. Well, I guess that's a teacher too. Or it's like <laughs> they're bought. It's just like all these power dynamics where they're like, come to my summer my summer getaway, and we're gonna like look into each other's eyes for three days, and then, and we then realize they co- that our passion is too intense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let's build a garden together. The uh, LGBT stuff on Netflix is garbage. Yeah, I it's pretty, uh, I don't watch much of it. There's some good documentaries. Yeah. But
0: the movies are. I know, you can just see in the covers. That's totally fair. All right. Let's uh, continue with our. Oh, now that we uh, gave you. We dismissed Netflix. <laughs> based and we just dis- and we dismissed that list based on not having seen anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I have two. We have time for it. So I have two co stories. So I don't know if you've heard about this one, um, but there is a new show on NBC called Rise. It's a musical mm-hmm. drama about a high school teacher in a largely blue collar town who re- revitalizes the school's theater program, puts on a production of Spring Awakening, and inspires the whole town. Um it stars a whole bunch of people but the controversy is that the real teacher who is featured in it um, was a closeted gay man who came out later in life but in the television adaptation he will not be gay. Is it a network show? NBC. Yeah. Yeah. It's played by played by Josh Radner who of course is the dude in How I Met Your Mother who was meeting their mother. I never watched that show. But you know who the guy is. Anyway.
1: Yeah, so... I'm sure if you saw him, you So he's know. a heterosexual actor, and they wanted to make sure that they weren't going to queer up his character on the show.
0: I guess so. But anyway, so there's... This is stirring up controversy because it's based on the life of a, an actual human so being. So that's pinkwashing. That no, pinkwashing? no, it's the opposite of pinkwashing. It's like, what oh, yeah. is... It's straight washing. Straight face. Yes, yeah, straight face. It's stratifying. It's stratifying. Relatedly, and I always found found him to be charming. And I hope it's not true that he's. I hope it's true that he is charming that he's not. But Alan Cumming. Yeah. You know? Do you? How of do you course, feel about I know who him? Alan Cumming is. It's, how do you feel do about him? just his accent. I find him so charming. I love Alan Cumming. But. That's requir- Did in, you watch A Good Wife? Oh my no, gosh! No,
1: I didn't. Amazing.
0: But then you'll be excited to hear that he is making history by playing the first gay lead in a U.S. network drama. So he's returning to television uh, this season in Instinct, a police procedural with a groundbreaking twist. So it's based on a James Patterson novel, and it stars coming as Dr. Dylan Reinhart, a former CIA CIA operative, lured back into law enforcement after becoming a professor and authoring a bestseller book on abnormal behavior. He's a gay professor, and he's coming back. There's
1: never been a queer lead...
0: What does this say? In a U.S. network drama. What was Queer Folk on? It was on uh, That wouldn't be a major network, would it? It wasn't a major network? Yeah. It was like something else mm-hmm. he's also he's huh. gay and he's also married yeah in the show so there you go and he's like you know openly gay not one of those like no he's very much yeah Yeah, I, I, I really I hope disgust. that he is like as cool as he seems that's one of the ones that if something were, were to come out negative about him I'd be like oh that sucks because he's like I would be gutted yeah so, fingers crossed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fingers crossed.
0: Outcoming yeah, is not like... Don't do anything have horrible. Have a history of, like,
1: murdering kittens or something. Yeah, hopefully oh. not.
0: Um, but there you go. Those are two shows. The controversy is that one is burying uh, the true life gay inspiration, and the other one is bringing it to the forefront. So kids, so what's it, what go. show we, we want to watch? You want to watch Instinct. Don't even mention the other show. Okay, I won't. Because it kind of seems like Glee. That's wrong. Light something or glee dark i don't know yeah but there you go thanks thanks for coming up next is prairie picking uh before that's the bbc and we'll be back next week wait i just have to get the bbc working oh my goodness where do i go uh we'll be back next week with all your queer news culture events and stories